What's that? Polka? No. The metal. Now, we, we're not pro-elitist on this metal podcast, which I feel like maybe is in the um, minority of metal podcasts. Sure. This, of course, being the best of those podcasts, speaking of elitist, uh, this is the Onslaught, where we are finding out the definitive best heavy metal band of all time. I'm Brian. And I am Vargas. And we're not, we're anti-elitist. Right. We are the, we are elitists. We're the real people's elitist. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know? Yeah, yeah. But I will say, do you ever get a rush when you're out grocery shopping and no one knows that you have just the grimiest death metal blasting in your ears? Sure. Yeah. With your headphones yeah, on. I know what you're saying. It's great. It's just like, a good feeling. If only these people knew. Yeah. They're like, you know, I'm dressed normal. But then I had sort of the opposite of that the other day. I was at the grocery store and there was a, a nice looking couple. Uh-huh. They were both just murdered out in black. They had pentagrams all over, mm-hmm. you know, fun yeah. hair. Yeah. Yeah. And I was like, I was in my like athletic, I had just come from the gym. So I was in like sneakers and shorts and yeah. an athletic pullover. Um, but I'm pretty sure that uh, Beyond Creation or, or someone of that nature was in, in the headphones. Yeah. And I was like, these guys, they don't know. They're oh. probably looking at me like, look at this fucking <laughs> poof of a man. Yeah. They don't know that you're one of them. He's listening to Ed Sheeran, I bet, in his dumb, dumb headphones. Can you imagine lifting weights to Ed Sheeran? Um, I don't have to imagine, buddy. <laughs> I'm in love with the shape of me. <laughs> that is actually, I'm certain what they what they say. But yeah, it's just fun. It's just fun. So, you know, yeah. Yeah. if you're out and about and you see somebody in headphones, I, I would say, because whatever you imagine and whatever you think, that's your reality. You yeah, know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. That's Perception that's, is reality. Yeah. Yeah. So just assume that they're listening to death metal. And guess what? You made a new silent friend. Don't talk to them. Don't look at them. But you made a new silent friend. It's true. And isn't that a better way to live than assuming that they're listening to, like, Joe Rogan? Certainly a better way of living than how you live, which is assuming that they're going to come at you or attack you. If I don't go with them first, they're going to come after me. (laughs) So I have to attack. You have to be on the offensive. Uh, Well, uh, who who do we have today? Well, We're we're doing heavy metal news first. Of course we always do. But... But our matchup today, because yeah. the people are clamoring for it. Yeah. Uh, this week we have Flesh God Apocalypse uh-huh. going against Shadow of Intent, mm-hmm. and this is the last. This is the last round. The, no, no, nope. the last matchup. <laughs> there it is of round two. Yep. The second round. Sometimes it, the, the second one is the last one, but for us, we got <laughs> at least two more. Yeah, we're not the college uh, football playoffs. Yeah. It's a it's a baby that's called a baby bracket. <laughs> Just a little tiny. We have an adult bracket. That's right. It's all grown up. Uh, we got a little bit of, a little bit of heavy metal news. Um, I think the biggest one was that fucking revolver list of people voting for best drummers. Yeah, I uh, t- uh, the the onslaught at the onslaught on Twitter tweeted out the revolver quote unquote fan voted list right of the top five drummers metal drummers of all time now first yeah. of all i think my biggest complaint is that the it's there's a very big recency bias in that all-time list because oh, sure. i feel like there's plenty <laughs> yeah. of metal drummers that didn't get to however their third choice was vinnie paul uh <laughs> most notably with pantera he was also with that weird side group that him and dime did do you remember no i wasn't he in damage plan 
maybe that's what I'm thinking of. Because that that was post Pantera. Yeah, but yeah, uh, yeah. I guess not side project. But um, anyway, uh, this is not. We're not. I'm not throwing anything at. at I mean, I can. It's a corpse. Like it genuinely doesn't matter. I don't give a shit. Right? There's that weird, weird respect thing, and whatever. It's it's. I'm he sure was, he was great. He was who he was. He was who he was. He was a person. Yeah. He was a man. Yeah. Uh, was he a top five metal drummer just on technicality alone? What? What got me? Like, number one was Dave Lombardo, which Dave Lombardo is a great drummer. He, I, he defined a lot of like early thrash metal stuff. Of the big four drummers, definitely. He's, he's probably the best. Definitely. The best all around drummer. And that one irritated me less. I yeah. can understand why people voted that. I'll say it that way. Yeah, right. Of a, of a people's vote, I'm glad it was him yeah. at the top. Oh, right? If it was Vinnie Paul, I would have burned Revolver <laughs> to the ground. Yeah. But the fact that Mario Duplantier from Gojira and Bron Daler from Mastodon were both four and five. Four and five. And everybody, of course, Dan, Dan, uh, Danny Carey. Yeah, from Tool. Everybody's got a big heart on for he, Tool. And he's great. He's, he's a great drummer. A phenomenal drummer. Honestly, if he was number one, I actually wouldn't have been mad. Yeah. But I think people, we've talked about this on the show before, Opeth fans and Tool fans make people like their band less. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. Um, But Vinnie Paul at three just blows me away. It's fucking wild to me that Thomas Hockey from Meshuggah wasn't in the top five. That's what I mean. It's like a recency bias because Gojira and Mastodon have released albums since Sugar, right? No, Sugar released one last year. <laughs> well, shows how much I know as a host of this metal <laughs> podcast, huh? Uh, but yeah, no, I agree with you. This year. I'm sorry. Immutable was this year, 2022. What <laughs> What year is it? It's that Robin Williams uh, yeah. meme. Um, yeah, I just, I really don't think people actually, again, on the on the Twitter, I assumed it was a collective bit. I just thought everybody, yeah. huh. like when people wrote in Donald Trump, and yeah. then he got elected. Thank yeah, you yeah, so yeah. much for that. Uh, I just assumed that, yeah, it's a, it's like a bit. It's like, oh, this wouldn't be funny if we put Vinnie Paul, RIP. And now look what you did. Now, now look what we have to Now he's at. number three. Thanks a lot, dicks. I just, I, yeah, there, there are, there are so many better, dr- and, and, you know, part of that is like, he's a personality you know well definitely part like, of it is more people know pantera and damage plan than know Gojira, well, they I would know assume. they know vinnie paul's name right like oh that's true yeah that's Give us your I mean. best five drummers yeah vinnie, vinnie paul. paul yeah and no because nobody's going to be like oh lars well and the people that would vote for vinnie paul only know about lars that he's quote-unquote not good right because right, of all the shit he gets so they're not going to vote for him. right when in fact his timing is actually very good it's a shame metallica sucks you know what i mean it, it it is a shame that every band sucks. Uh, a little bit on this since we're on this vein, we yeah. like to keep it positive here. But I'm gonna, you know, storm, storm it, a little bit. Take it negative. I th- I believe, and you might know what I'm talking about here. That Dave, our friend, our friend Dave, uh, Mustaine of the me- oh yeah, Dave of the mega variety of the mega variety has said that uh, Metallica. No, it wasn't Dave that said it. It was somebody else that said it. That said Metallica was only popular because only found success oh, because yeah. of dave yeah and i went and i double checked because i'm like I was, i'm pretty sure that his writing credits dave's end after ride the lightning he doesn't have any on master puppets which i think is still true however i also wanted to point out metallica's two arguably best riffs from those first three albums were master of puppets and creeping death sure guess who doesn't have writing credits on yeah. either of those? yeah now he does have writing credits on call of cthulhu which is a great fucking song 
He's got writing yeah. credits on yeah. uh, the song Ride the Lightning, I believe. Yeah, he's got, it's like half of that album he's got. Well, it's only like three, on. actually, two or Is three. Is it really? Yeah. And I don't even think he's on For Whom the Bell Tolls, because mm. that was mainly Burton anyway, right? So yeah. I'm, I just don't get why people just won't let it go. I mean, here we are talking about it, so there, there you go. <laughs> But, well, we're talking about it because they're talking about it. Yeah, we're talking. If you don't talk about it, we can actually talk about fun stuff. We don't have to defend Metallica because you know they need us to defend them. I, you know, this is one of those things that is like probably lost to the sands of time, right? But I wish, I wish we could go and experience just what a Metallica show with with Dave was like. Yeah, because like, if he like, did bring a crackhead energy to the stage, yeah, like you know? was he was he the guy on stage when James didn't have to be? Yeah, I, I don't know. Yeah, and I, I, from what I understand, it was mainly his big floppy hair because sure. he just like yeah. look down and just like he does now. Yeah, right. He's not. I can't imagine he's too different. I know he's much much older, but I can't imagine that his stage presence was like a fucking every time I die show. You know what I mean? I mean, maybe it was though. Like. I've seen clips and it's oh, okay. the clips I've seen at least yeah. are just him just looking down, flopping that big stupid hair. Well, it's butt hurt people who think that Hangar 18 is better than you know. I mean, whatever you know, it's a great song. It's fine, but guess what? There's two different. It's two different bands. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> you know what? You can like both of them. Isn't that weird? Isn't that crazy? <laughs> um, speaking of gatekeeping, baby, uh, baby metal is gatekeeping. <laughs> In, in a healthy, in fun a, way. In a that? good way. Uh, first of all, don't add us about this. I do, actually. This is, no. Guys, I'll, I'll fight you. Well, I'm just saying, <laughs> if you add us, your opinions are wrong. Just know that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Baby Metal is setting up a separate area in their shows for children and, quote, people not confident in their physical strength. This is a ho- ongoing thing. Somebody actually in the metal world just before this came out and was like, I can't remember who. Again, at the onslaught, if you know, sure. if you know who it was, at the onslaught pod, yeah. right? Yeah, oh, at the onslaught pod. Yep, on Twitter or Instagram, you can add us if you know this. But they were basically like um, saying that we need to get away from the it's be, the pits have become hardcore. Yeah, which metal and hardcore are different in that hardcore they really do the fans like it's a. Hardcore is scary. It is, and it's like a rite of passage, sort of, to like beat the shit out of each other. Which, yeah. Okay, go to your hardcore shows, but metal has always been about like if a dude falls, pick him up. Yeah. You know stuff like that, and basically, it was a show that they played, and they said this girl was like knocked out. The band said like the girl's like knocked out, and like nobody helped her, and they were like, we need to get back to where like the big fucking the biggest dudes at the show. Yeah. Run pit security. Right. Where you don't. I'm. You don't get to mosh. I'm sorry because of your size, and we're going to be a little sizest. Yeah. I'm very sorry about it. I have large friends. Dalton would be great pit security. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. Um. But you don't get to mosh. You have to make sure when you see a dickhead being a dickhead, your your job is the pit police. E- yeah. Is get to that guy out of there. Communicate him yeah. from the pit. <laughs> exactly. Because that's it's just not hardcore is very different from. And I think there's too many people that are really. What, I think is it called murdering the pit where you're like in intentionally trying to I don't know man I just call it skinny dudes practicing their fucking karate moves yeah on small women and children but yeah I think it's I think it's a legit a pretty good move for baby metal to do that um yeah you can still be a dickhead in the regular pit yeah you know I I picture a um you know when I was first getting into metal 
my mom wouldn't let me go to a lot of shows because she had a pretty negative perception of what, you know, these kinds of shows were. Hail Satan, baby. Um, but I picture a lot of parents like reading that, that they have like a section of the show that's like intentionally calmer. Yeah. And being more okay with sending their kids there or, yeah. go, or, going, or going with, with their with, kids. Yeah. Make it a family experience. I mean, and yeah. I do think Baby Metal brings in a younger crowd that are more into like... Oh, da- they're, you know what I mean? they're a TikTok band for sure. Are they? I don't know. <laughs> what is TikTok? Did we get into that? It's those little mints. You get them in the... Oh, delicious. Yeah. The Tic Tacs. They got Altoid flavor. <laughs> God. Jesus Christ. Uh, some more heavy metal news. Um, the United Nations Educational, Scientific, and Cultural Organization... Yeah. Really good. UNESCO. Yes. Has, UNESCO. has named The Who... The first ever metal band to be named a artist for peace. Who? Yep, them. The Who. Right, exactly. The The Who. Oh, I see the misunderstanding. The band is called <laughs> The Who. If if Abbott or Costello would have just stopped <laughs> to think for two seconds. Yeah, I, it's awesome. I think it's totally I mean, awesome. Yeah. Are they doing something? Do you know? Did you read the full article? Or is The Who doing something outside of music? like humanitarianism type of work i mean they're promoting you know relationships between mongolia and the rest of the world i would assume they have a lot of involvement with chinese relations maybe right as we know the mongolian relationship with the rest of the world is mainly that we're all just descendants from a certain mongolian it's true uh and also their kitchens are very popular (laughs) their grills you need to not do that right before i drink (laughs) you know what i mean yeah uh yeah so that's pretty cool i mean anytime a a heavy metal band is promoted as not only worldwide but worldwide for something pretty positive that's good shit i'm into it yeah and i love the who so that what (laughs) got him i got him you guys uh there there's a video out there of a security guard noping the fuck out when corpse grinder announces that cannibal corpse is playing uh i come blood yeah he didn't know what to think because again security is mostly venue hired (laughs) yeah it's just a dude who stands there and makes sure that corpse grinder doesn't get attacked but yep he's like nope i don't like this (laughs) i i yeah he doesn't know there's a lot of those videos where people security guards just don't know what the fuck is happening behind them at metal shows yeah pretty hysterical um and the last little bit of heavy metal news is there's a band called Torchoberg, Torchobogs, T-C-H-O-R-N-O-B-O-G. I think that made it harder. I think spelling it makes it harder. Well. In an audio format. There's a lot of, a lot of, a lot of consonants. They need to buy a vowel. Um, But they just released a 24 minute single that's like a B-side of a double. Mm -hmm. Uh, It's called The Vomiting Choir and it features actual people vomiting on track. Which is great. Pretty dope. That's pretty metal. Yeah. (laughs) Regardless of how you feel about the sound of people vomiting. If you, can, if you can fold it into a metal song. And then name the metal song after it. <laughs> yeah. You're doing something you're good. You're doing something right. Do you think the name came first, or do you think during the song they were like, bro? Like they heard like one of the people was hungover, and they vomited, oh. but they caught it, and they're like, oh, shit. Yeah, I bet it, I bet it's one of those things, like, because I, I think everybody in the metal community has had that moment where, like, you've thrown up in the toilet, and you're like, God, that sounded fucking... <laughs> 
You know what I mean? You, you put got a blast beat over you that. You got your head in there, and you're like, yeah, the acoustics are really good. Yeah, there. yeah. So I'm sure it was like, oh, guys, I gotta throw up, and they're like, well, no, I get the mics. <laughs> yeah, don't waste it in the bathroom next time, Jerry. Yeah. Oh, thank God we set those up in there already. <laughs> you guys have mics in the bathroom? Yeah. We're t- uh, hold on. Let me uh, check the snare, uh, bass drum. Okay, toilet. Can we get a toilet check? <laughs> that was the flush. <laughs> That's the flush. Uh, so good shit. Um, go and stream that or buy the single, whatever. It was solid death metal. I don't understand why it's 24 minutes, but I guess, you know. It's not 24 minutes of people vomiting, just to be clear. There's a song in there. What if, yeah, what if, yeah, it's not, they didn't just edit the vomits into like sounds yeah. of a song. Yeah, exactly. Um, okay, let's get to it. So we have Flesh God Apocalypse and Shadow of Intent. Now, I'll start with Shadow of Intent. Did I you... bet there's a lot of information to go over. <laughs> and this is going to be a long episode. So in, in 2013, as a lot of these newer kind of really good bands are, uh, so Shadow of Intent formed in 2013 out of the um, Ash uh, from two members of different bands that like played at the same show or whatever. And they were like, I like what you do. I like what you do. Right. They got into it. Um, now, this is interesting because I didn't know this, but um, it was formed as a, only a studio project um, by Ben Dewar and Chris Wiseman. Okay. But it was Halo themed, as in the video game Halo. Oh, Christ. And supposedly, so the band's name is a reference to a Covenant ship in the Halo series. <laughs> sure. And supposedly, their albums are concept albums about, like, sort of, like, inspired by or about the novels. So it's not just the video game stuff. So maybe there's more interesting stuff in there. Don't look. You're gatekeeping right now. No. I read those novels when I was in high school. Yeah, see? And it's still nerdy. But think about how, but Shadow of Intent turned it into death metal and made it very, very good. It's very good. You don't have to like, you don't have to be like, oh, God, this is the best lyrics (laughs) I've ever heard from every band, you know? You can have fun little... Yeah. And honestly, it surprises me because they're so intense and like, I don't want to say death metally because <laughs> sure, it sounds like I'm a mom waiting to pick my kids up. It's that, that screamo. Somebody's music's too loud. Um, so they've gotten four studio albums. They also release for at least two of them instrumental versions of the albums. Yeah. Which I always cool. love. We always love that here. Um, Aphanamer from last year did it or from last bracket did it. Um, there's a few other bands that, that do it, but it's, it's very cool and it shows kind of like, because a lot of bands are very vocal heavy and, and the riff behind is very re- repetitive yeah, um, and can ca- get kind of droney, but it's always good when you hear instrumentals that can carry it, uh, the whole song by itself. Um, their most recent um, album was this year in January four- 14. This is why it's kind of maybe out of everyone's memory, but um, Elegy. Um, oh, it's not uh, 360 No Scope? No, yeah, it's it, it's not teabagging. Teabagging your mom. That might be their next one. Yeah. Um, but yeah, uh, they've they've also I th- I believe the guitarist from Contrarian is still in the band. They pulled him. Um, they've had a few lineup changes, of course, as these bands do. But the two um, founders are are still going strong. Um, but yeah, I really really like Shadow of Intent. We'll dive more into them if they um, make it. But uh, very good band. You should check it out. Their label is Deathcore on some places I've seen, which I'm not into because I do not believe they sound Deathcore. 
I think they're far too much classic death metal to be in there. I know they have yeah, they're not like like they're, synth and key, keyboard and stuff, but they're not like Whitechapel. They're not. Yeah, it, uh, it's it's. I think that name just gets thrown around whenever people don't really know how to yeah categorize them. Um. Anyway, so yeah, that uh, that's. It was just surprising that they're Halo based. <laughs> yeah, you know what I mean. Pretty. I didn't see that coming. Yep, that's a very 2007 of them. Well, they formed in 2013. So. Yeah, I know. But that's why it's surprising. He has described himself, The Ben has described himself as a Halo nerd, so I'm sure he clearly, would be fine with it. <laughs> clearly. Yeah, you don't form a whole band after a reference to Halo without being yeah, a Halo nerd. That's like, oh, yeah, we've released four albums based on Dune, but I've never read it. <laughs> you know? <laughs> yeah. The posters look cool. So Yeah, yeah I like the worms. And, and Timothy Chalamet is really hot. He is. So that's that's why we formed the band. I mean, he is, though. Yeah. And I will say, actually, the Dune band that you're referencing might be on the next. Dude. Because yeah. they're very good. They're they're legit. Um, I've got Flesh God Apocalypse. They were formed in 2007. They are from Italy. And are they the fastest band on the bracket? I don't know how fast they can run. So I'm not sure. Well, that's been the podcast. Uh <laughs> No, their their sound is. Uh, they definitely sim- have the capability to be the fastest band on the bracket. Yeah, um, to call them symphonic death metal does kind of a disservice um, because they are super extreme death metal, like speed metal. Yep. With operatic, operatic symphonic stuff folded yep. folded in. I was gonna say, um, well, I don't, even, I can't even think of the term now for not. It's not a breakdown. But it's like a, and it's not a reverie. What's the thing in the middle where it's just like a, not a bridge? Welcome to guessing words, with yeah, Brian. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, no, I don't. I don't know. So just keep talking. Talking about music theory with people who don't know music theory. <laughs> um, yeah. So they've been around since two thousand seven. Um, they have released uh, a whole bunch of studio albums. Um, a whole started, slew of them, starting with Oracles. Um, I found them on Agony, or excuse me, Labyrinth. Yep. In 2013, I think that was their big, blowing up point. Uh, and then they released King and Valeno in t- 2019, and I haven't heard that one. Have you? Valeno. Yeah. Their mm-hmm. most recent. I don't think so. Not yet. Yeah, I haven't either. But that's why we do this podcast, you know, expose our own ears. Yeah. Um, they've released a, a bunch of EPs and singles since then. And that stuff I have heard, so I'm gonna have to go back and listen to their most recent album. But um, if you like, if you like Camelot and want to get into more death metal, uh, Flesh God is is the band for you. Um, the other, I think, surprising thing about this band is they've only lost three members throughout their entire career, which, considering the type of band this is seems like they should be rotating through more folks yeah and i don't know if they still do it but they definitely had a stage gimmick too they kind of dressed up as dead people like in, in, in yeah in suits and stuff yeah so i don't know if they still do that but that's anytime you have a performative part of your show mm-hmm. you definitely members have to be on board it's much much more rare to find just like fill-in members you know what i mean yeah um also worth noting valeno has an instrumental side of it too it's all they they included all the instrumentals for that album super so. legit and um in january they released a cover of blue da ba dee da ba die which is really fucking good super funny a lot of fun 
Throw it uh, on your next party playlist. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Followed by the original, and then back to the death metal one. Yep. Yep. <laughs> Just right in a row. Or cut them together. Perfect. Yeah. <laughs> um. So yeah, we'll get into more flesh god history if if they find if they move on to the next round. But um, super good. <laughs> I every time that we talk about one of these bands, because of, of course most of them are from other countries, I always want to say <laughs> that they're world music. <laughs> because technically it's it's all world music i mean yeah yeah i guess so uh so you can tell your parents that you're trying to open your horizons mm-hmm. to more you know worldly music mm-hmm. you can by listening to flesh god of <laughs> no you can that is true and they'd be very proud of you almost as proud as your mom was when you took her to your first metal show have you ever taken your mother to a metal show my mom has been to shows that i've played I don't think she's been to a sh- like a show with me. Oh, okay. I've taken my dad yeah, to a course. bunch, but dads are always the more um, I don't want to say always. Yeah, but in our history, in our lives, and the people around us, dads are the ones that are more open to going to the metal shows. Yeah, my dad took me and my brother to all the big four and Motorhead. Hell yeah! Trick your parents. Tell them you're tell your mom you're listening to world music and take her to Flesh God Apocalypse. Actually, t- uh, trick them into going to baby metal. Because that's also world music. And, it's true. And, and would, you can go to the calm section. They would have a safe place to stand. <laughs> that's right. Uh, well, guys, you got to vote. So make sure you vote for Shadow of Intent or Flesh God, who you want to see in the next round. Um, you can find that on Instagram or Twitter at The Onslaught Pod. And you can email us, if you don't have those, at The Onslaught Podcast at gmail.com. Uh, next week, we're going to have our wrap-up episode. So no more voting next week. But uh, then we'll be back after that with round three. So should be a good time. Stay tuned and uh, hopefully we'll figure out who the best band of all time is. And just keep in mind that there's only one good band. Mm-hmm. And if any of your favorite bands are not that band, well, your favorite band sucks. <laughs>